Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 301 of the Chance Podcast. My name is Chamberlain. We are once again a complete trio. Chance and Alex are here. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello and salutations. The Chamberlain Chan- Chance and Alex podcast is brought to you by... It just occurred to me, have you ever listened to any other podcast? They always start with an ad for something. Um, We're not making any money at it, so... <laughs> uh, Stamps.com. It's, 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 no, Stamps.com? It's, it's, it's brought to them by our will to do it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, there it is. Sign up at Stamps.com and you'll get this little digital scale that you will never, absolutely, positively, never use to sell weed. <laughs> That's not the business model here. Wait, really? You can get a, a little a mini, a mini scale from Stamps.com? It is a com? rumor I've heard. <laughs> well, but what well, would you use it for in regarding to stamps? Uh, packages I, before you mail them. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that is Which, important. you know, isn't useless? No, that is, that is useful. But no. how often do you send packages exactly. like that? You know who could really use a tiny electric scale? Weed dealers. Okay, are you guys have Instacart in the States where I someone buys do, groceries yeah. and, and, you know, delivers it to you? Yeah, it's not called shipped. that, but yeah. 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 And um, so I got it done this week, and I don't like getting produce or like tomatoes through it, but I got it done, and it showed up like I ordered almost a kilogram of tomatoes. Oh, that's and a lot of tomatoes. And they show up with three tomatoes. <laughs> and I'm and I'm like, I wish I had a fucking scale. I wish I had a fucking scale somewhere. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was so, but I so if I had a scale, I would use it for petty shit like that, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Were they like grapefruit-sized tomatoes? Because that's a lot of tomatoes. I, they I mean, they were large, but I guess I was mad because they were also like really overripe and and squishy. Oh, and I, no. I hate tomatoes like that. I like I like crisp, firm tomatoes. Yep. Gotta have crisp. Eat those like today, or they're gonna be worthless. I mean, exactly, it's not gonna... exactly. And I don't even like tomatoes. Spe- <laughs> speaking of worthless. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good segue. Hey, that, that segue to uh, Marvel's Eternals is now up on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, and, I agree. Okay, no, but the thing is, it's not worthless. It's just the worst Marvel movie since at least Ragnarok. Mm. Or no, not Ragnarok. Um, um, dark, dark, World. dark world or dark world. It's very dark worldy. Yeah, it's very bad. Like, there's a lot of characters. We're not given enough time with them. All the combat is. Bullshit special effects versus other special effects, literally shooting beams of energy. It's not good. It's really not very interesting. And but still, the cast is fucking incredible. They're doing the best they fucking can. And Mind control look, guy was kind of compelling. Oh uh, yeah, a little. But again, that's a very strong actor. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani really steal, stole the show for he me. Does he like, absolutely like he's does? Like, hey man, there are a lot of other chairs, and it's like, oh my god, someone who's actually doing something. Yes, like he he was a, he was a real tangible character, and I thought uh, Angelina Jolie's version of Athena was a really interesting take on that whole she mythology. She brings it. She cries, and she when she cries, she cries. No, she cries. She's she she really does the like she she brings she brings her A game, and she does a great job with it. And then I looked at the poster, and Kit Kit Harrington has higher billing than Angelina Jolie on the poster for this movie. Mm-hmm. Oof, I don't understand That's where that we're at. even a little bit. Uh, Kit Harrington's character was useless. <laughs> was such a bad character, and I don't. And I, I got to the end of the movie, and I was like, "Why was this guy? Why was this high-profile actor even in this fucking movie? I don't it's understand." A great question. Uh, so, no, he's, he's Black Knight. Oh, he's Black Knight okay. is the explanation. So, I have you watched the post-credit scene? I haven't finished. I got about an hour into it, and I was like, "You know what? 
you know, he still does nothing through the entire movie. Go ahead, Jim. No, I was going to ask, what's the explanation for the Eternals not getting involved with the whole Thanos thing? Uh, their whole deal is that they are only on Earth to deal with the specific threat called the Deviants, I think. It's not really memorable. Um, CGI yeah. monsters. Yeah, they're just there to deal with the CGI monsters and any other thing. Like, if humans go to war with each other, they can't interfere, even though they could just stop it. They could just, like, one of them could just reach out with his mind and go, no, you're all friends. And they're all like, oh, okay, hey, buddy. <laughs> like, that's it. So I wonder how many of them got Thanos snapped is the question. Are they um, on Thanos' level? I mean, I don't... No, I it think was... they're robots, right? Yeah, they're robots. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're, like, they're, they're super robots created by a thing called the Celestial, which I'm yeah, sure okay. is like the next Thanos that's coming. Oh, yeah, and then they introduce Thanos' brother. And who is it? God, he's a great... He's a great singer. He was great on uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's got big hair. He's thin. He dresses very androgynously. Starts with an H. Uh, mm. He was in like One Direction or one of those bands. Henry Styles? Yes, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Harry yeah. Styles shows up as... As Thanos' brother. As Thanos' brother at the end. Mm. And I'm kind of here for it because he's just so charming. Like, he's really good if you watched him on SNL. I, I kind of like watching him perform. So just the notion of him playing Thanos' brother, I want to see where this is going. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll watch Dunkirk again. But it's that's the only way Eternals works for me. Like very the, sporadically. Yeah, only uh, <laughs> Kamal Johnny, the the lead the lead woman is good, but her character is very boilerplate to me. Um, the more interesting characters are killed off usually, except mm-hmm. for I don't think I think uh, Kingo survives. Um, it it worked better as just a setup for other interesting questions about the Marvel universe than an actual Marvel movie. I was pretty disappointed in in Eternals. Are there any big Marvel movies coming out this year? Uh, well, Guardians keeps, 3 isn't this year. It keeps getting pushed back. And I'm sure the answer is yes, but I don't know which one. Because I don't pay that close attention to it. Hang on. Uh, Marvel releases. Yeah, Guardians 3 hasn't even started filming yet. Uh, Doctor Strange, May 6th. Thor, Love and Thunder, July 8th. Black Panda, Wakanda Forever, November 11th. I'd watch Black all Panther, of those. Black Panther, not Black Panda. Black Panda. <laughs> Black Panda would be kind of fun, too, though. <laughs> This year, Jack Black does something you should not do. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Didn't he? Isn't that what like the last um, uh, Jumanji movie was? Him playing a black guy? Oh, I didn't watch the it. second one. Yeah, I didn't watch either of them. I Oof. think actually it may have been, but no one yeah. seemed to complain about it because yeah, that it kind of blew funny. over. So maybe yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, he and Kevin Hart mm-hmm. like switched places. So I, I'm totally down for Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm totally down for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Shuma Goroth shows up. He's in the trailer, or she? Who's it, Shuma Goroth? The big tentacle thing. Oh, oh, yeah. that's Shuma Goroth. Yeah. Oh. I just it just looked like a low crappy monster is... to me. Yeah, well, it's it's got a name. Yeah, it's it's Shuma Goroth. He's on the level. It? Uh, I I've no I mean in the comic books he has a name and in in Marvel vs. Capcom two he has a name. But okay, but in oh okay, so go on. So yeah, yeah, it's it, canonically it has a name. He's on the level of um, oh shoot, Cthulhu. Uh, not Cthulhu. No. Uh, in the end of the first uh, Doctor Strange, so and so I've come to bargain. Oh yeah. Oh Dormammu. 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 Yeah, he's on the level of Dormammu. That's kind of that's how powerful he is. Dormammu. Yeah. Are you like a comics nerd? Have you been a comics nerd this whole time? No, it's Sounds just like these it. bits. Of, honestly, these are bits yeah, of pieces that I just picked up from <laughs> the Marvel versus games because these are all characters in those games. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Dormammu's in there. Shuma Gorath is in there. Yeah, there's no bits and pieces. 
I know lots of stupid things, but not enough to actually speak intelligently about anything but video games. It's kind of... Okay, well, speaking of disappointing things on Disney+, Plus, Alex, have you watched the next two episodes of Boba Fett? I'm just... I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really the worst of all the Marvel slash Star Wars series that have They seem out. to be really falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah, it's, it's not as good as Mandalorian. It's not as good as uh, any of the Marvel ones. And the last Marvel one wasn't that great. <laughs> really wasn't it was okay. I, there was People parts... kept telling me it was okay, and I no, kept no. watching it. I'm like, watch, it gets like, better for, than this, the, right? The, the yeah. writing and how it yeah. treats Clint's character, I think, is really... It does a lot of really clever shit. I love it. Like, I watched... A, I was just going on YouTube earlier today, and one of the ads was for Hawkeye. And what it was was just some really great characterization in writing, where these... Um, Kate is trying to explain to Clint that he's got a branding problem. It's because people can't just look at him and recognize that he's Hawkeye. And he goes, that's not true. I do not have a branding problem. And then a kid goes, look, Mom, a superhero. And he looks at it like, see. And then he turns to the kid. And the kid runs past him to these cosplayers in Times Square to get a picture. And uh, and Kate uh, <laughs> and, and Kate points out the woman standing there with the bow. She goes, see, right there. That's you. That's Hawkeye. He goes, no, that's Katniss Everdeen. And he turns around and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, they're like, Hawkeye has its moments. And Boba Fett has its moments, like at the end of this episode, this most recent episode. And the most recent episode, again, is bad. There's a really bad chase through the streets of Mos Eisley, or who knows what fucking town they're in, um, by a badass bunch of young punk bikers. And, of course, they're riding hover bikes, but they're all, like, decked out in candy colors and, like, multiple uh, multiple yeah. rearview mirrors. Yeah, they look like a 50s, they look like a 50s hot rod, but it's a hover bike. So it looks stupid to begin with. Yeah. And their outfits are kind of stupid. And the fight or the chase is just feels really kind of uh, boilerplate. Yeah. Like it's just paint by numbers. They got the second unit to do this. This is not their A team doing this. But then at the end of the episode, the Fets show up and tell Boba Fett that they're out of this. They're out of Tatooine. Sounds like an even bigger threat than the Huts is coming to Tatooine and is laying claim to it. And as an apology for sending our awesome giant black Wookiee to uh, assassinate you, uh, we're going to give you this Rancor. And you look over and there's a Rancor and holding the chain is Danny Trejo. Okay. And then Danny Trejo goes on to explain to Boba Fett that this particular Rancor is depressed. And he goes, I didn't know they got depressed. And he explains that, no, Rancor actually have a rich inner life. They are very emotionally complex <laughs> creatures. In fact, they imprint on the first human they see. And that's why he's wearing the blinders. He goes, take the blinders off. I intend to ride this one. And it's like, oh, shit, Boba Fett. That was kind of worth the last hour. Like, it, it, it's much like Eternals, the promise of what's to come later is more interesting than what's happened now. See, and Eternals just, ended with a giant celestial almost emerging from the Earth. It should have been bigger than it was, or felt bigger than it was. See, the problem is the promise of Boba Fett riding a Rancor into battle isn't going to happen. They're not going to give you that. There's um, no way. No, I disagree. It's going to come up. Not this season. Man. <laughs> it's only got seven episodes. I'm hoping it'll be a one-off. I'm hoping the book about Boba Fett is like a single volume, because <laughs> this is not blowing my skirt up too far. But the idea of Boba Fett riding a Rancor into battle... It's fucking awesome! That's hot shit. Yeah, that's it's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I like that. And elsewhere, I played a lot of video games, so I'm going to step aside. Hmm. Uh, what do you got? I, uh, I finished Lost in Random. Okay. And it never rose above the novelty level. Um... 
I had unlocked all of the decent skills and I made it all the way through. What it did do is it actually managed to make the queen, the evil queen, sympathetic in the last five minutes by explaining. It actually went through and explained why the evil queen was doing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And spoilers here. So the whole point of of the land of random is that everybody used to have dice. And the dice were used to decide things. So literally, random things would happen. And when the queen was young, she had a sister. And her sister got sick, randomly. To the point where she was going to die. So the queen started a war, destroyed all the dice, to bring order to the land of random. And she she goes to the speech where, where, you know, randomness is not okay. The world needs a purpose. It's just that it's twisted because she's doing all of this to maintain this uh, little spot of no time that her sister is in where she's still young and the queen had gotten older. So I'm like, okay, I understand that. But then it didn't have an ending and the, the graphics weren't that great and the combat never got much better. Yeah, everything so, looked pretty yeah. stiff. Okay, would you go so far as a seven? It doesn't sound like a seven. It sounds like a six. No, I would say a seven because it does have a lot of character. Hmm. The, the character of Odd is very interesting. Some of the bad guys are pretty good. There's... There's one sequence, I think it's in um, Threeopolis, where there's a civil war going on because the boogeyman who you meet had killed the king and the three siblings had blamed each other. So they're all at war with each other. And you are tasked with basically stopping the war and you go and meet each of the siblings and each of them is hilarious in their own way. So there are a lot of really good characters. Um, there's there's another character who who adds the pips to your dice who keeps losing his eyes. You have to go find his eyes for him so you can see <laughs> see well enough to add the pips to your dice. Um, in um, in Two Town, the mayor has his opposite growing out of the top of his head, and he built a mirror to the city upside down above him. So you have Mayor and Rayom, the mirror of the mayor, mm-hmm. um, which is I know it's it actually worked pretty I, I well. Like it. it was interesting. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and it, it, it's so there are lots of good, lots of good characters, and the voice acting is pretty good. Like I talked about last week, the facial animations are non-existent. It's just it's it's a it's an indie game. It's a budget indie game. So yeah, it's a seven. I, I don't think seven. it's that cheap. I think it's like um, at least forty bucks. No, oh, uh, it's like no. I think it was twelve. It's twenty for me. Oh, okay, that's more reasonable. So you're probably 30, yeah, yeah. Plus friend on Steam. What, whose phone is on? That's mine. mine. What that's is mine. this? That's the, my, it's, it's buzzing on the table next yeah, to it's things. Fo- 40 bu- it. It's 40 bucks in Canada, which to, which is the same 30 price. 30 bucks, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's 40 in Canada, which is the same price as Kana. So. <sighs> I did play Kana. I did finished Kana. I finished, finished it this Kena? morning. You finished Kana? I finished Kena. it this morning, yes. And if yes. one were to pay money for Lost in Random or Kana, which do you think they'd be happier with? Come on, Kena? man. You know goddamn well what the answer is. All right, Kena is a much better looking game. It is. Kena has a lot of very well-drawn, well-animated characters. The, I think the combat is generally well-executed. It just gets way too difficult for the final couple boss It's fights. Yeah, I mean, it's it's for what it's asking you to do, There are, you don't have enough options. Yeah. And the parry window seems really small. It is. It's not generous. And for a game this good looking and this stylish, make it easy so that I feel awesome as I'm parrying all this shit. I, like, I played it on normal all the way up to the second to last boss fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yo- Yoshi, what is his name? Hoshi. Hoshi. Yeah. The the village elder who, who had gone crazy and, and killed the rot god. I got up to him and I spent a solid, I don't know, half hour. Working on him, trying to finish it. Yeah. No. 
I had to yeah. drop it because it's just the damage he does is too high. He has one string of attacks that I could not figure out what to do with. It's like if you miss the first parry, you lose half your life. So. Yeah, it's it's absolute bullshit given like the audience that the game seems to be courting. Because if you're courting an audience as discerning as us, well, yeah. you know, like it's you need more yeah. options, you need d- deeper combat. Yeah. And that, if, and, but the game seems to be courting a younger audience. And in that case, why make it that hard? Yeah, yeah. And then you unlock a, like even harder one. The other thing that bothered me is that it seems like seventy five percent of the collectibles are all just about cosmetics. Yeah, it's all just, hats. It's all it's all just hats, it's hats for the little guys and currency to buy hats. Yeah, and then you're collecting the little guys, and the little guys are your power. That's how you level. Yep. Yeah, and I love that. I love that aspect of it. And all of the combat animations, all of your superpowers for combat, are fucking feel awesome to use. And it looks amazing as, like, the rot, like, leaps onto your weapon for the attack. Yeah, there's that one hammer attack where you yeah. can, like, jump in and, and nail it. Yeah. The bow felt really good. Yeah. As soon as I um, got the bow, the bow, be- the game, the whole game became much better. Yeah. I I, mean, I do like that, that there actually is drop to the arrows. If you're firing at distant targets, you have to you have to actually adjust for it because the arrow will drop. Hmm. Um, so it, it was, it wasn't bad. Visually, it was really, really good. Um it's just, it's a good first attempt. It's a reasonable first attempt, yes, I and think. Yes, and I want to see what, what Amber Lab comes up with next. I'm hyped for whatever Amber Lab comes up with next. Did you realize that no one she spoke to in the entire game was alive? I know, isn't that they sad? They were all dead, isn't yeah. That sad? Yeah, she's the only living one there. But she herself is so monk-like and positive. Like, you want to know kind of more about her and where she's going next. I think she's a, she's a great hero, but she's kept very mysterious. And her idol animation, I don't like. It's too, there's too not enough to it. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She's, I mean, there's also, you, you catch one bit, the first time you fight Hoshi and she just loses and gets basically sent to the spirit realm. You know, you talk to the the old person the old guy, and he's like, you know, you lost because there's something inside you, inside that you that you need exactly. to figure out. But you never really, doesn't yeah. really get explained what there's too the much, conflict is. There's all this is. mystery to her that we're not resolved with. And so, again, that makes me want to see what's going on next with Kana. But as a whole, I, I, I really enjoyed my time running through it as a nice little Zelda-like. It was. I mean, but I can completely understand why when you went back to it a second time, you're like, ah, mm-hmm. no. There's not Don't need to do that again. There's just yeah. not enough interactivity in the world. The way that you moved through the environment, I mean, not moved, but the way exploration was handled felt a lot like Fable. It's like it's not really open world. You have different paths you can go down yeah. and maybe a big field here or there, but it's not really open. It's yeah. it's you're very limited in, in, in where you can explore. Yeah, you I don't think you could pay me to play the original Fable again. Probably I've never played the original not. Fable. It has not aged well. I just I was thinking about it the other day and like, yeah, no, I, the whole thing is on rails and yeah. the dialogue's terrible and everything's like Fable everybody has was giant on rails. Fists. I had no idea Fable, Fable was linear. Oh, so it, linear. Yeah, it, it's it's you're you. I mean, if you both Fable down to what it was, you have hub areas with hallways between them. Yep. And they're in forests, so there's curves and stuff you can't really tell. But there's not any exploration. Oh wow. Mm-mm. They've got better with two and three. Three was honestly, I will put three up as actually a good game. Fable three, anyway. I haven't played a single Fable. Alex, have you watched any awesome movies or anything this week? No, I rewatched The Nice Guys though, and that oh, yeah. was a good fucking time. Yeah, I, I would I would rewatch that. It's real fun. What have you been playing, sir? What have I been playing? Unfortunately, I have been playing a lot of uh, Inscription. I still love it. Oh, that sucks. I know it sucks. I, I no. I why did you say unfortunately? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, 
I don't know. That's okay. If you I love, if you love something, what? embrace it, man. Roll around in the inscription. I really love it. it Get is, it all over you. It's Slay the Spire with a great art design. And they keep it's adding... The one dude... Spire, excuse me. Yeah. The one dude just keeps adding little things to it. Like, I think only James played it, but you're basically... You were like a wood figurine on a, on a on a board with a map. Yeah. And you know that little counter where all the little figurines are on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you can go to it, and there's one standing up, and you can, like, flick the head, the middle piece, and, like, the body... And it'll just like twist around and become something different. You can just customize hmm. it. But even the way you customize it is just so spooky and nice in its own weird little way. Like I, I want this to come to consoles. God, it's coming. Because I've also been using the uh, controllers controls that they've added to it, and they're pretty damn good. They're a little unintuitive at first. Like one is moving a cursor around the entire screen, the other is like the flicking camera movements. But oh, yeah. uh, like you just flick up, look at your deck. Click down, look at like the, the the board, press trigger to pick up card, press trigger gonna put down card, press X to end turn, it just works. It's not annoying. I'm impressed. Mm. It controls on a controller. Hmm. Yeah. Are, are you sure it's coming to console? I don't know, but it'd be crazy not to. It's gonna go to switch first. I fucking know it. Probably touchscreen yeah. controls, yep. But um Okay, we were talking about Sabaro earlier. I don't know if that made it to air. Sabaro. No, it did not make it to it air, did not. I don't think. But like, you no. know, like like something that just, you know, sometimes you want a cheap as shit calzone. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know that. Like, you're in the airport, and like, you know what I would fucking die for? A mediocre thing of Italian food. <laughs> so, Last Epic, ep- Epoch, Epoch, E-P-O-C, is a Sabaro of Diablos. Last Epic, okay. okay. It's not, nothing it does is great, but it's all... Edible, and it's fine. And it's got a twist here and there. Like every single skill it has, has like its own upgrade tree. And at, at like a quarter through your, like your level process, you can pick your favorite skill and add a whole other skill tree to that skill. And in this radius menu, you can pick what that's that skill is going to do, like specialize in. And it's it's actually kind of neat. It's a decent little system. Like, you can have, like, a spinning attack that draws enemies into you or breaks down armor or makes a fire tornado. And it's just, like, this is... A lot of thought went into, like, the 15 skills these Siege 4 classes have. And that's nice. But, goddamn, it's hideous. And is it, it still early access? It's still early access. Oh, I think wow. it's been chucking along for, like, three years now. People like it a lot. I don't know. I don't... I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. I want answers about how it got this ninety six positivity because it's it is can, just okay. Can you play as a wolf man? I think you can. Oh, 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 oh. I think there's like a druid, uh, okay, um, so barbarian thingy. We've got five base classes and then a circle around it, which looks like you can make like like dual dual class. I think like. so. They can like mix and match. So I can be a mage necromancer or a uh-huh. rogue necromancer? I'm doing a classic sword and board and having a really good time. Like the, they, they do a good job with the bosses, too. Like Mostly for Diablo, you're, when the, you get area attacks, they're like traps. There's just no way to escape it. You're just, oh, well, I just got to take this. And these are a lot more telegraphed. And you can kind of walk around them as long as you know, you're keeping your eye on the ball. And, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's Sabaro Diablo. Do you think it's going to just lead you back to playing Diablo 3 again? I don't know. It's a risk, man. It is a risk. It's a risk you run playing these mediocre Diablo <laughs> yeah, likes. I have a problem. I'll admit it. It'll I probably like, end up with me playing definitely uh, 
Oof, I gotta do another Berserker run for Torchlight too. That's gonna happen. See, I'm looking at this eventually. and it looks it looks like Titan Quest. It is very much Titan Quest. Same loot table too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because I That's actually not a bad mind thing. Titan Quest. Yeah, but it's uh, the texture work on the environment's not bad. It's pretty intricate. Have you completed? It, have you completed a run of this, Alex? A run? No, no. I'm oh, like okay. at level like 25. Like I'm oh, like okay. a quarter into it. Okay. Okay. And you intend it's to keep? Bad. You can tend to stick with it. I I will I okay. will, if I get a if I <laughs> I get really far into an inscription run and you know lose horribly because when you lose you can replay any round you want after you lose, but when you lose you like you're stuck, and it sucks and like you know what I just gotta run around and kill things with a sword for a minute, mm. <laughs> so that's what's getting <laughs> me through it. Dying light is really good for that. I want I want it I want dying light too now I, I admit f- it I finished dying light. I, I it's a long ass game. I, it yeah, is. Uh, yeah. It, it took it took a minute, but I I got to I got to like the very end, and as I was walking up to the mission, I was like, oh, this is gonna suck, because as soon as I get in there, they're gonna go, oh no, the virus that only appears when a story thing happens has made me weak, and now yeah. I can't use half my tools. And I walk in the door, and it hits me, and I'm like, oh, okay. It was okay. Get to the top of this building. So you get to the top of the building. There is the worst fucking quick time event I have ever experienced <laughs> executed so poorly and it takes like it doesn't take a minute it probably takes maybe 45 seconds for the whole animation sequence to complete but what happens is the quick the quick time button you need to press just pops up in one spot um, below the action and it only appears like really briefly and it doesn't appear in any position that will give you an indication of what button you have to push Oh, that's the worst. Yes, and if you fail at any point, you're starting the whole sequence over. So it was really, really, really bad. I hated the end boss character, and I wish there was a boss fight where I was able to cut off his head with my awesome samurai sword. (laughs) It's just that dude, right? It's just Rise. It's just that dude. And the thing is, there has been like a half decade of added content with Dying Light that I've never touched. Um, My brother played the fuck out of it and left because they nerfed guns and I'm playing this game again and I'm looking at the skill trees and I'm looking at YouTube tutorials that just show guys running around with guns and I'm like, Chris, I think they switched that back. And he's like, I don't care. I was so yeah, I'm not going back. I was so hurt by it. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's like, he's not hyped for Dying Light 2 at all. Um, but I, no, I, I, overall I quite enjoy the game. I'm probably going to keep plugging away at it actually. It wouldn't surprise me. But after finishing Witcher 3 last week, well, what? Wait, what? Sorry, not Witcher 3. Um, the Witcher series. After finishing the oh. Witcher series. I Both was, of us had Whiplash over here. I was <laughs> I was looking at I was oh, looking what? at I was looking at cheap games on PlayStation Network. So I bought a roguelite I'd always wanted to try called Skull the Hero Slayer. Hmm. Which has nice animation. Um and, Oh, we're that little skull guy. Yeah, decent platforming, you're running around and you keep on picking up heads that you don't really know what the head will do for you if you like how it plays until you put it on. And mm-hmm. that aspect I kinda like, but the combat itself I just really just didn't feel good to me. And a lot about that game I really loved. I loved the presentation in Skull. Uh the combat just it wasn't fun to play. So I anyway. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you remember West of Dead? 
West of uh, Dead. West of Dead. Voiced, yeah. voiced by Ron Perlman. You're an undead yeah, cowboy I've in the underworld. Yeah, I played that a little bit and didn't like it at all. You got like flame, like undead flames coming off your head. And you walk around a bunch of really confined hallways into various rooms. Yeah. In third person. And you... And you now it's your phone. It is, it is my phone. Hang on. I, I got to tell my brother I, I can't play right now. Podcast. We've been doing this for years. He doesn't remember the Thursday nights we're busy? Nope. <laughs> is West of Dead the one where there, you have to like make light in the room to uh, see what's going on? Yeah, you have to like hit torches. And you have to physically yeah. get... Unless there's another way that it, the game explained that I missed, you have to physically get yourself to the torch to light I it. think you do. I, if, I think I played this for like 20 minutes. And I was like, nah. Yeah, and if there's guys over there, um, you have to, like, dodge your way in there. And yeah. I kind of like that. And I like that it's voiced by, is it Ron Perlman? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, War Never Changes. Yeah, uh, it's voiced by, you know, the protagonist is voiced by Ron Perlman. I like that. Uh, I like all the music. I like the style of the world. The environments are boring as fuck. Yep. The hallways you walk down feels, it doesn't feel like a world. It feels like a shitty game. Um the style of the combat I really really like the style of the the style of the universe I really really like the play of the combat is not that fun to me so I stopped playing that and then having finished the second season of The Witcher mm-hmm. and being so horny for Henry Cavill <laughs> The Witcher 3 Complete Edition was on sale for like 6 bucks it's very cheap mm. And you know that's going to get a new gen upgrade at some point. Uh, yeah, for very free. soon. It we're looks talking about. good enough as it is. And in fact, yes, it does. It still it still looks yeah, it still looks it's, great. It still looks quite good. What's weird is like the animation will run at a lower frame rate for enemies while you're fighting them. Sometimes it's really fucked up. Mm. There's a weird Not yeah, a PC. There's a, yeah, there's a weird bug at least on PlayStation. Um, and I cleared that first region, like the whole first region. Oh. I, I, I did every question mark on the map. I got all side quests done. So I'm like, I'm as powerful as I can possibly be. Time to go fight that griffin. And I fought the griffin once. And I've killed the griffin before. But the griffin killed me. It was time to go do something else. I went and did something else. Got back to the PlayStation later and was like, we could kill that griffin. And I'm like, yeah, but then you just have to do a bunch of quests like you just did in the next area. Does that sound like fun? That's every open world game ever. Though. No, that's no. How it works. That's this this particular game does what does doing what you just did again for another. I don't know. Probably took me ten hours or whatever, close to that to clear that area. I'm like, no, not really. Like, I'm cure. I want to see where the rest of the story goes, and maybe I'll return to it as as we go through the doldrums of fucking January. God. Yeah, it's a long month, isn't it's it? It's a long January this year. There's no Dark Siders this year. No Bayonetta. No. No. So, do you remember how good Streets of Rage 4 was? Yes. Yes. What are we talking about? So, there is a group of people that really like Streets of Rage 4. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. They went out and made their own game. Mm. Which sounds okay, but... I saw you playing this on PlayStation. Yes. And then I so, looked at it and I was like, why? The issue is, is it's called The Takeover. Yeah. And Streets of Rage 4 use very fluid hand-drawn animation. Oh, so gorgeous. The Takeover uses bizarrely, like, pre-rendered CG stuff, like the old KI. Oh, old wow. Stuff. Yeah. It is... Well, it's, it's, you have the characters and the environments are actually would, very intricate, very high-res, very need, dynamic. You need very good art direction for that to work. Does it work? 
with sometimes. Oh, yeah. a- as a brawler, it feels shallow. Yeah. Like you have, you have, you you can do basic combos with punches and kicks, but once you figure out the best one, there's no reason not to use any other ones because you can basically stun lock enemies with like a punches, kicks, and punches. And if you catch other ones in there, you know they will get You're sucked in, and you group. can finish yeah. the combo. I yeah. So I mean that that's good. I mean like like any other brawler like this, the, the it's more about crowd control than anything else. You're trying to keep everybody on one side of you, mm-hmm. and the AI is like, oh no, it knows that, so it's always trying to sneak somebody in behind you. So, I mean, it's it, that part's not bad. It, it's just that it's, I don't know. Streets of Rage Four was so good that yeah. this one being okay yeah. is like. Streets of Rage why got its I... DLC, by the way. That's out. Oh shit! It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't touched it, but. So I mean, it, it's also like 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 Streets of Rage Four. The takeover is actually pretty short. I mean, I knocked it out in like two hours. Okay, but you paid money for this. Now it's GameFly. Oh, Gamefly. so this is on disc. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I played it physically. It did not look like a game that comes on a disc. No, I played it physically. And the, <laughs> the thing is, it's also got... It, it, there's um, uh, Are you familiar with the YouTube series, What Happened? No. Okay, it, it's... He go like, once, a, once every week or two weeks, he goes into a game or movie with a troubled development and kind of details what happened. Oh, neat. Um, the guy who did that, his, his, his online name is Matt McMuscles. He's also part of the fighting game community. Okay. Um, kind of tangentially. So it's actually full of a lot of like references to FGC stuff. Matt McMuscles. Um, like, like Matt McMuscles is the YouTube guy. What What happened is the is the YouTube series. Um, I, he he was like he didn't he's not a programmer but he'll produce this and fund it. Um, like one of the bosses, the the, the, the level of the the third level boss is, is the Baz, and the Baz was a character in Dive Kick if you remember that, <laughs> and he's a parody of like some FGC person. So it's hilarious to see him show up. There's one section that looks a lot like the pit from Mortal Kombat 2. So it's got a lot of like little sideways things. It's got uh, one section that is pretty much just Afterburner. Not after, yeah, Afterburner. The flight, the Sega Ew. F-14 one. Okay. Yeah. Um, the problem with that one is that you can't inverse the thumbstick. So I was oh. having a real hard time with that. Um, it was, it's, it's, they're in, they had good intentions. I'll put it that way. They had real good intentions. But Streets of Rage 4 is better in every conceivable way. All game developers have good intentions, except for David Cage. Yeah, David Cage that, doesn't know how people work. That does not mean they have done something good. No. So I knocked that out, and I finally played, I played like 15 minutes of Chorus, finally. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Say Corvus? Um, chorus? No, Chorus. chorus. Uh, it's, 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 it's that sci-fi it's shooter. It's that spy shooter one. Um, and it, 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 from... The moment you turn it on, it takes itself way too seriously. Okay. Like, every time your character talks to somebody else, she'll have this whispered aside where she says something that's supposedly deep. Like, he didn't know what he was asking, or they can never know what my powers are. Every time. (laughs) And it's infuriating. The actual flight, the actual movement, feels good. It's got that very kind of momentum-based where you you can... Hit the afterburner, stop, turn, and kind of strafe. I love that. It, it, yeah, it, 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 the movement itself feels really good. And visually, I mean, it's kind of like a racing game. You can make it look really good because, I mean, what are you rendering? Space and explosions? It's just not a lot going on. So, I mean, I, I literally only played it for like 15 minutes to the point where the galaxy kind of opens up and you have little side missions floating around you can go and pick. Uh, I'm looking forward to going, jumping back into it because simply because movement through space and the dogfighting felt 
good. Yeah, I'll take um, a shitty story presentation for really good gameplay. Yeah, it's you. You have you have upgrades. I mean, in the, you're just in the beginning. You're just trying to get money to buy better stuff for your ship. There's there's three different weapons on there. You have different upgrade slots. You have different. You have armor and shield stuff. So you can buy parts for that. I think as you do more missions, different weapons open up because I just have a Gatling gun now, which is okay, but I want something better. Now, are so, our shields and, and engines and weapons, are they all separate, or can I, like, transfer power from my shields to my engines? Uh, you cannot do that. It's not that deep. Um, well, you know what? Thinking, like, no, I'm thinking Star Wars, but that's, yeah. a, that's a certain vibe to it that this might be going for yeah. something better. It, it's it, The combat itself is... There's you're not managing as much as that. I mean, you end up getting more psychic powers as you go because she's mm-hmm. like some magical thing. I mean, the, the story presentation is so horseshit. All I know is that she was super powerful and she left a group that was taking over the galaxy and is now fighting against them. But she still has some latent psychic abilities. I it's just I don't care. I'm gonna I'm blowing stuff up in space and it looks pretty good while I'm doing it. So that I mean I'm looking forward to getting back to. Back just flying through space. The ship hasn't started talking to me yet because the, like, the whole trailer was all about how the yeah, ship was kind of sentient. like symbiotes or something. Yeah, it hasn't gotten that far yet. Or, or maybe I changed ships at some point. I don't know. No, it's probably no your idea. ship just hasn't started talking to you yet. Could be. I'm not cool enough to, to warrant that kind of attention. Could be. Yeah, it's... Did you think about that? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't Did you think about yeah, popping yeah. your collar before you left for work today? Oh, it, oh I do that every time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the, the the whole the whole harsh whisper of internal monologues is like, ah, just oh my god, don't do it. It's so bad. Yeah, no one understands my pain. Yeah, they can never know my power. It's shut up. It's <laughs> headshots. Oh yeah, watch that headshot video of me shooting the shit out of that roadhog. So my favorite part of that video is the way you laugh after getting the headshots. Oh man, that I've got so evil. Yeah, I've got the thing. <laughs> I, I put together, I was just kind of like looking looking at some clips and I wasn't planning on doing a video. I considered it, but I was like, no, let's just do something really, really short and just put it up for a week again. And uh, I went through all of them, but just ding, 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 ding. <laughs> just turning around and walking away because I just obliterated that guy. Like a roadhog should not, should reasonably expect a Zenyatta not to be able to do that to them. And it was really beautiful. I beat the shit out of that Roadhog with a support character. <clears throat> uh, Alex, you got, uh, got any other games to discuss? Um, Not really, but like I have been trying to sell uh, some of my old graphics cards to pay for my wedding. Okay. And, okay. I have graphics cards from 2015, 2008, 2003. Okay. Ooh, antiques. How much, how much do you think these things sold? For? I think you're about to shock me. Not not shot, but like collectively, how much do you think I got from three different auctions? Like all together? Mm-hmm. A thousand dollars. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, no, like, I, I've got about six ninety. Oh. oh, okay. I mean, this is ancient technology. <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten more than twenty percent what I paid for them, but I got basically half my ni- my ten seventy back, which is my last card, and that was not a relic. But that thing was freaking old. People need to mine them bitcoins. I'm I, not thinking about that. I am very much the <laughs> Joe of this conversation. I don't know what cards go for. But I kind of wonder if you made a mistake getting rid of them because it sounds like they're retaining their value quite well. Well, to, to people in a pyramid scheme, I'm sure. It's going to oh. pop at some point. It has to pop. This whole thing has to pop. Oh, sooner the better. This whole inflated market has got to burst at some point. I hope. 
<laughs> so that, does that mean it's time for headlines? It must be. I think so. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, check out a trailer for a movie called Studio 666. <laughs> this is a comedy horror starring Dave Grohl and the rest of the Foo Fighters. Uh, I, I, I had already watched that trailer. Um, I am disgusted by how talented Dave Grohl is. He's actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it does not he look really like is. a good movie, but it does look like a great movie. I, it's a it's a good movie for the right kind of mood. Yes. Yeah. 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 Couple uh, of beers, not much alone. I, I have decided that I probably should see the Foo Fighters live at some point because they're like one of the last it. big. Ju- I haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's I really should. It's still one of the last just big just rock bands. It's like just rock. Yeah, but they Dave, just got there and they rock. Dave Grohl himself is such a weirdly positive band frontman. He is. Like he's not. There's nothing negative. Like the only mm. stereotype. Like he's got. He's so. He's very much stereotypically a rocker. He's got the long hair. He's always smiling. He's bagging his head. He, he's he's screaming into a mic and the nicest guy. Uh, he may do drugs, but you don't really get the impression that it's a problem. Like he's a. He's just a really positive figure in everything I've ever seen him in. Yeah, he escaped grunge and is now just a... My favorite quotes from them is like, if we would have known we'd been around for this long, we would have given our band a better name. <laughs> <laughs> I like Foo Fighters. It's a good name. Yeah. Have you seen the video of him falling off stage, breaking his leg, and finishing the concert? No. Did he sit there in a chair and just... Yeah, what happened was he, he fell off the stage, broke his leg, and there's, there's this audio of him going, hey, sorry guys, I think I broke my leg. And then he's like, all right, the rest of the band's going to play off for a little while. He goes off, and the rest of the band's just going to play, like, instrumentals for a little bit and then end the concert early. He comes back out with an EMT by his side in a wheelchair. EMT stays on stage, and he sings the rest of the concert, like, sitting in the wheelchair. It is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That, yeah. I'll give it up for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be interested in watching Studio 666 just to support the character that is Dave Grohl. Uh, He's totally evil in it, too. He gets possessed. No, he gets possessed, but he himself is still Dave Grohl. It's true. He's still Dave Dave Grohl. And the the supporting cast look pretty good, too. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's still Dave Grohl. We're good. Yeah. Uh, If Dave Grohl were possessed by a demon, I say we must fight to save Dave Grohl's soul. Brandy. That's the movie. There it is. Yeah. That's that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Netflix has plans to make a Scott Pilgrim anime because they strike while the iron is hot. So hot. So hot. Wait, not, not live action Scott Pilgrim? No, it's an anime. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, Pixar's next movie, Turning Red, will go straight to Disney Plus to watch for free, just like Luca and Soul. The trailers for that are really like... Uh, it's like... I like the premise, but the... It wasn't as immediately interesting to me as Luca was, and it's not a musical, it seems, so it kind of doesn't have that what Encanto had going for it. It's it, literally Teen Wolf, though. Like, they're making Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't want to judge it before I see it. It looks, it looks like it could be character funny like Luca. And if it's yeah. that, if it's well-done characterization and a, and a bunch of strong art direction, great, great. Because Luca was... I think Luca was actually one of Pixar's best movies in a while, and people just okay, ignore it. I'll finish it. <laughs> uh, just it—it it was them shooting a little lower and just nailing it, just nailing it. I—I I thought maybe I need to go back and rewatch it, but I don't have any negative. I don't remember anything negative that I could say about Luca. Hmm. I was complaining about Encanto last week, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't. 
really have a climax. <laughs> well, th- the thing is, I think it does, but I need someone to explain it to me. Otherwise, it really literally doesn't. That scene where she and the grandma make amends. It just it happens out of nowhere. It just feels like it happens out of nowhere. And grandma's explanation, this great revelation that grandma gives, is that story that the main character already knows. And we know that she knows because she told it to us at the beginning of the movie. Uh, like... That scene was terrible, I, I felt. And I want someone yep. who got it to explain it to me. <laughs> I feel like someone out there must have got it. Anyway. Uh, Wes End. Oh, but the other thing about this. Pixar's last three films were not released in theaters and went straight on to Disney+. Plus. Unlike the Disney Animation Studio Encanto. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so this is... Some people are saying that this is kind of relegating Pixar to a second-tier studio within Disney. Instead I think this of, might have been the plan. Well, the thing is, based on what they've actually turned out compared to Disney Animation Studios, they've been resting on laurels and just going for heartstrings and then sometimes kind of hitting it, but not really. Yeah. yeah. That's why Luca works. It's just a good story. It did. It's very good well, I don't know yet. I'll have to finish it. It's good. Okay. I'll take it. There's a bunch of, How can you there's just a bunch walk of fish away from people. It's great. That blows oh. my mind that you can walk away from a movie. I just oh I when it's on that. when it's on Disney Plus and I'm got to go to work in five minutes. Very easy. Oh okay, yeah. that yeah. that I understand. I'm trying to think of how bad a movie has to be for me to walk out. What was it? Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I walked out of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> uh, Wes Anderson's next thing is another Roald Dahl adaptation: The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar and Six More. Uh, I have no idea what this one is. Never heard of this one, but I also hadn't heard yeah. of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, it's already what? got Benedict Cumberbatch, Dev Patel, Ray Fiennes, and Ben Kingsley attached. I'm sure at some point they will cast a woman. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really glad that Dev Patel is, is in the... And Cumberbatch. Uh, Fiennes and Kingsley, I think, have already been in there, but uh, Cumberbatch and Patel kind of coming into the Wes, Anley, Wes Anderson Wait, Which universe. one was Kingsley in? Okay, you're right. I don't think he was in one either. But uh, Fines was obviously Grand Budapest. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like his. I like his. I like that all the actors seem to love working with him. They wouldn't come back for no reason. Exactly. It sounds like it sounds like a fun time at the office when you're making a West Anderson <laughs> movie. Uh, in Overwatch news, I shot a Roadhog in the fucking head this week. It was wicked. Uh, <laughs> multiple times. Multiple in, times. in sequence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lego has announced their Overwatch 2 Titan set will not co- be released in February as planned, and the toy maker announced today they are delaying its release until it can complete reviewing its partnership with Activision Blizzard over all the horribleness. Oh, Your claws hurt, buddy. Lego doesn't want to deal with them. Okay. Well, Lego is a toy company for kids. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Sometimes they make movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things um, they were uh, Phil Spencer we were going to talk about a Phil Spencer interview a bit later but one of the parts of that interview I thought was they were it was followed up on how they actually changed their relationship with Activision following the review that he said was completed mm. and they said he said that there's certain things have been changed and he goes well we're not going to go into that um, we're not we're not here to virtue shame um, Activision Blizzard uh, Microsoft's record is not spotless I really appreciated them saying Microsoft's record is not spotless because I don't think there's a company that could say its record is spotless, eh? Hmm. I like that. That felt like, I don't know. It was nice humility. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, file under rumor, a new patent filed by Sony suggests Mark Cerny has figured out PS1, 2, and 3 backward compatibility on the PlayStation that is, 5. That is great to hear. Physical discs or downloads is the question. It's going to have to be downloads. There's discless PS5s. Yeah, well, okay, they've got they've got all kinds of PS1 games ready to go download. Uh, there were all kinds of... there. There weren't any digital games for PS2, I don't think. But no, not. for PS3, there were a lot of indies. That was the gen that indies came to consoles. If I can, if they do this, and I can just download my copy of Shank 2 that I bought in 2012, thank you, Mark Sorry. You think Sony won't make you buy that again? Buy it again, yeah, maybe. The thing is... Oh, hey, hey, what if it's like a Netflix thing, no. but for their back catalog? No. No. That would be terrible. Mm. No. Unless, like, if I'm not, if, unless I'm paying the exact same amount I'm paying right now for PS Plus, nope. It'd be nice if they just let us use the discs. Not that I have any anymore, but, you know. Do like Microsoft does. Put the disc in and it says, yep, you have the license for this, and then it downloads it. Yeah, but what about the next time you want to play? Do you have to put the disc in again? Yes. That's where the license check comes from. Yeah. It doesn't run off the disc. It goes, whoop, spins up and says, yep, you own this. Now you can play it. Well, fair enough. I just hate the sound of the disc spinning up. The digital yeah, the age PS5, has... <laughs> the, the, the PS5 sounds bad when the disc is spinning. Yes. It's loud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also under rumor, the Knights of the Old Republic PlayStation 5 timed exclusive is rumored to play completely differently with, quote, actions similar to God of War or Neo. Uh, no, that sounds oh. awesome. No, it sounds not. like it just got a lot shorter, too. Like, well, Neo, yeah. Neo, not so much, but God of War, no, that could be really good. But there was a lot of character swapping. You had a party in Knights of the Old Republic. Maybe it's not you can just swap. You're, it's not just Revan running around. It's you. You had like a party of three. I think was it was. It was. Uh, have they shown like characters from the first game in that trailer? No. Okay, so maybe this is a different. Maybe this is a different take on the RPG. Maybe it's just the world and you create. What's a character the droid's name that call people meatbags? Is that IG eighty eight. H, wasn't it HK? HK-47. Yeah. HK-17? HK... HK something. Hunter Killer something, right? Yeah. I have to know now. HK... And I never played this fucking game, and I know that. <clears throat> He's probably the most famous part of it. Uh, also under rumor, an industry consultant who may or may not know shit started a big rumor this week that Mario Kart 9 is coming, is, is in active development, and will come with a new twist. Which is not, you know, every Mario Kart comes with a new twist. They're making a new Mario Kart, and they're iterating on it in some way. Yes, oh, yeah. they're, they're making a new Zelda, and it will have some, have some, uh, what's the word for it? Help me, guys. Catch? No, what? not not Help catch, you... not catch. Uh, some some bullshit that you dangle <laughs> out, that you dangle out there to make it interesting. God, what am I looking for? Um... Uh... I'm so old. Let's move on. Doodads. No. Uh... It is HK forty seven, by the way. That's the name. So, gimmick, gimmick, gimmick. There it Everything, is. Wow. Every every single Zelda uh, since they've gone three D, that isn't a direct sequel, has had some sort of horrible gimmick. <laughs> and thank God, Skyward and, Sword being the most guilty. Exactly, exactly, the worst offender of it. Um, thank God, Breath of the Wild's gimmick was good to game design, <laughs> not fucking motion control bullshit. Uh, did you watch that trailer for this game called Amer Showa American Story? I did. I'm like, oh look, 
I find, I mean, I looked at that and I went, that is a solid double A title. It looks like it could be. It looks like it could be one of these double A's from some relatively unknown studio out of Asia that is just crazy and wild and fun enough to be worth the jank. Yeah. So it's worth keeping an eye on. That's like Dead Island when it first came out. Yeah, I mean... It's it not perfect. Like, like Dead Rising crossed with, um, I don't know, Bikini Samurai Squad from the 360, which was a game. I can't remember. That, was, that wasn't the full name, but anyway. Well, I mean, I, I the, the character, the char- you're playing as a woman, and she didn't strike me as too poorly treated. Like, I no. don't, I don't remember if they, like, had her, they showed off, you can put her in bathing suits. Oh, no, okay, she's running around in, in shorts and a tank top now. Yes. Yeah, when she's playing with a hoop and stick for some reason. I, I had forgotten <laughs> about that. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it will be horrible, but let's keep an eye on Showa American Story. <laughs> yeah. Um, made by a Chinese company about Japan taking, taking over the United States culturally yeah. before a zombie apocalypse. So, yes. interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a neat premise. No, no. Especially if approached with humor. Uh, a few weeks ago, Sony had all the PlayStation Now cards pulled from store shelves in North America, and this week it occurred in the UK. Further evidence that Project Spartacus is coming. I I need to know what, what they're going to offer. If it's that's, not equivalent... That's their take on Game Pass. Yeah, if oh, it's not equivalent oh, okay. to Game Pass, it's not like, sign up for this and we'll just keep adding all kinds of awesome free games, like high-profile games, and when Horizon comes out, you can play it if you have the subscription. Like, if it's that, I'm down. I'm down for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because Game Pass lets you, like, preload now. It didn't at first, but now you can buy stuff ahead of time and have it preload and be ready on day one. That's the whole reason I pre-order games now, is to have them download and ready to go yeah. as soon as they can. Uh, ta-da. PlayStation's Twisted Metal reboot has been yoinked from Destruction All-Stars developer Lucid Games, and rumor has it, Sony's newly acquired Fire, Fire Sprite Studio has apparently taken over development. I don't know if there's a place in modern gaming for a game as simple as Twisted Metal. You are completely wrong. You are so wrong. Look at the graphical potential of the PlayStation 5. Think what it, what yeah, it can do when pushed yeah. to its limits. And then imagine like the carnage that you could get away with with a wacky cart combat it's, game. It's got to be a free-to-play game, though. Maybe. You can't sell that. Yes, you can. They did it in the 90s. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's different now. People expect a little more. Um, this, I mean, it, it, it screams free-to-play. That's, I mean, Destruction All-Stars was a shit game. Mm-hmm. But making it free-to-play was the right call. Yeah. Um, Man, they just, they keep trying to make Sir Dan happen, and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> that I skeleton thought, dude I with thought, one eye. Yeah, but I thought, um, I thought that game reviewed quite well. Uh, we're talking about, what's the name of it? Medieval, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, didn't that game, a lot of people really cherish medievals. I never got yeah. into them, but... Uh, the second one's good. It's in, like, um, Victorian England. I really liked it. Well, there you go. Yeah. But he's but yeah, there hasn't been a Sir Dan game, and, you know... Oh, no, there was well, one! They, they, it was the other one they did, and it's just a PlayStation game again, and a lot of people that played it, I never played the first one, were like, yeah, it's just the same game again. It's a game from Come 15 on. years ago. Yeah. But goddamn, that soundtrack's so good. But, <laughs> but the, the the thrill of watching cars blow up is not something that really gets old. And nope. if you can render that really, really well and beautifully and so it's visually spectacular in the PlayStation 5 and, crucially, make it fun to play. 
That would absolutely be a winner if they can pull it off. Then give me a new burnout game that's not Burnout Paradise. Exactly. No, I agree. I agree. There should be, like, there is totally a market for a current gen and, like, really showing, really showing, like, awesome crashes with shit just flying everywhere. That would be amazing on current gen. It should happen. And when the fuck, when the fuck is my cyberpunk update, Alex? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting concerned myself. What are they doing? What have they said? I don't, I don't fucking know, man. It's th- I feel like, I feel like they've given up on it. It's mid-January. I know. It's been almost two years. This silence is, it's been two years? No, it's been a year. Wait, no, it's only been like a year and a couple of months. It feels like two years. It's been a year and a couple of months. But still, like, I hope the silence is they're down and hard, they're, their heads down and they're working hard on it, but man. I want to know. I want to plan out I mean, my spring. They got to be working on a blood and wine or something, or otherwise, shit. Uh, how long did it take them to make blood and wine? Only about a year. Well, okay, but they needed that time to fix what was broke. That's true. They needed that year to finish that game that they never finished. Once Witcher Three was not in the same kind of condition as Cyberpunk. Absolutely, was. Not. agreed, agreed. So this past year, I'm going to say Cyberpunk. Hopefully, they were working on Cyberpunk. They weren't mm-hmm. working on a blood and wine. They were just trying to get it up to the point where it should have been released. And then give me that on my PlayStation 5 and let me enjoy it. And then a year after that, give us blood and wine cyberpunk. I'll be hyped for it because I fucking love cyberpunk. I forget that I actually own that game. I could go back to it if I wanted to. Yeah, but wait. Like, I keep on wanting to. Oh, I'm not going to touch it now. I keep on waiting for that new gen patch. Oh, if I could run some, like, just some of that simple, like, ray trace lighting. Yeah. At 60 FPS, it'd be so good. Like, so when uh, people walk past a billboard, their face turns into that color of the billboard. Oh, my oh God. So good. <laughs> we need, like, another two gens for ray tracing to just, like, run beautifully. It's going to take a hot second, yeah. Yeah. Uh, da-da, da-da, da-da. Sony said this week they're canceling plans to discontinue PlayStation 4 manufacturing in light of ongoing difficulty producing enough PlayStation 5s to meet demand. Sony has extended manufacturing throughout 22 or 2022, which they say that will make their manufacturing partners happier and put them in a better position in the future. With over 116 million PS4 sold, it's one of the most successful consoles ever, still short of the PlayStation 2's 155 million. The Wii beat that 155, didn't it? I think so. Uh, Did the Wii eclipse the PlayStation 2 as the best-selling console ever? I remember hearing that. It it sold super fast, but it also reached saturation relatively fast, as I recall. Well, yeah, because it's... Super gimmicky. Yes. Thank you, God. We gotta. I gotta have that word up on the wall, so I never forget. <laughs> I'm gonna tattoo it on, on I, the back of your hand. Yeah, I never want to be lost for the word gimmicky ever again. Oh no! <laughs> and we then, only sold. Uh, and then one day in the future, I'll like, look at my other hand and see the word terse written on there. I'm like, that is a good one. <laughs> anyway, go on. The we only sold a hundred million. What? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Really? They followed. They up, did it all in the first two years. Then <laughs> they followed it up pretty quick with the the Wii, the Wii U. U. The PS2 lasted forever. It did. Yeah, because they kept selling them in like South America mm-hmm. long after they stopped selling them in North America. Oh, really? In Japan. Yeah. But the PS3 had, had lived for like eight years. Yeah, and and it, it really lasted till like all the way till the end of its lifespan. And then right there at the end of its lifespan in North America, you had Shadow of the fucking Colossus. You had God of War 2. You had the Ratchet and Clanks like really popping off on the PS2. You had the Metal Gear. You had Metal Gear Solid uh, 3. You had all kinds of amazing shit. It was a great fucking system. You had fucking Okami. Dude, 
remember, remember that year it took me seven months to stop playing my PS2 emulator? You had, uh, you had, uh, you had Persona three and four. Yeah. Like mad PlayStation two. Most of that time, I was playing Persona four. It was a beast. And they th- wrung every little bit out of that console too. Final Fantasy twelve still looks good. It was mm-hmm. it was picked up by everyone, and so everyone could develop for it. And it was at a time when development was relatively cheap, so everyone could develop. So it got so many games, so many JRPGs, just, so just, just many too JRPGs. many, <laughs> too many. Too many to find the good ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. In bad news for Jim, Stalker uh... Two: Heart of Chernobyl has been delayed seven months to December eighth, twenty twenty two. Okay, that's fine. Xbox exclusive, folks. That's fine. That's fine. Xbox head Phil Spencer said this week that Xbox Live is, quote, not a free speech platform, yada, yada, yada. Politics are not why we exist. He also said he'd like cross-form user blocks to be a thing. So if he avoids a player on Xbox, he doesn't want to accidentally hear something that person typed on PlayStation. Interesting. Very. But something like that would require some sort of universal gaming ecosystem login. Seems Sony like would he's never thinking about that. Nintendo would yeah. never fucking do that. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo was allowing crossplay before Sony was, so they're both not happy about sharing that. But if it's if you log in and all it says is what's your username and what's your ban list, right? I mean, maybe there'd be a way. I mean, okay, we're we're talking we're talking about this as, ar- as armchair drivers. There may be yeah. a way to execute this. If he's talking about it, he may understand it better than we do. Uh, or is it like Google. that one person that tweeted about the NFT saying you can bring it into any game you want? Like, oh, God. Yeah. And all the devs are just we like... We never brought that up. <laughs> we never brought that up, did we? Okay, so for, uh, for the listener, if you're not aware of the NFT and games thing, some idiot <laughs> said, you're not thinking about how cool NFTs are going to be in gaming, man. Think about how you what you're going to do is you're going to earn yourself a coat in Call of Duty, and then you can go play Battlefield on PlayStation and have your coat. He thinks that's no. what NFTs, NFTs will do. And you just, I just watched an army of famous devs just cackle at him all day long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not how games work. No. Uh, this, is the best, this is the best headline of the week. Two, LA, <laughs> two LAPD officers were fired, This police officers were fired this week for ignoring a robbery call in progress because they were playing Pokemon Go and had spotted... That's pretty great. They had spotted a Snorlax. Now, here's the thing. I have some court documents here on my phone. I'm going to find them. <laughs> oh, I love this. Here we go. Here we go. It's really quite good. <laughs> oh, I'm scrolling through so much. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, based on interviews with the DICVS recording, Detective McC- McClanahan con- concluded petitioners willfully failed to respond to the robbery call and attempted to conceal the fact by, quote, placing themselves code six somewhere else. After carefully <laughs> listening to the D- DC- DICVS recording a number of times, Detective McClanahan also became concerned that petitioners were playing the Pokemon Go video game, in quotation marks, while on duty the day of the robbery. <laughs> the recording showed that at approximately 6.09pm, just five minutes after Op- Officer Lozano said screw it to checking in with communications about the robbery call, Officer Mitchell alerted Lozano that Snorlax just popped up, quote, at 46th and Lumiere. After noting that Lemire doesn't go all the way to 46, Lozano responded, Oh, you know what I can do? I'll go down 11th and swing up on Crenshaw. I know the way I can get to it. Mitchell suggested a different route, then told Lozano, We got four minutes. 
for approximately the next 20 minutes. The DICBS captured petitioners discussing Pokemon as they drove to different locations where the virtual creatures apparently appeared on their mobile phones. On their way to the Snorlax location, Officer Mitchell alerted Officer Lozano that a Togetic just popped up. It was noting that it was on Crenshaw, just so, hang on. Uh, it was on Crenshaw. <sighs> Just so... Th- as players... And then it explains what Pokemon Go is in... Um, uh, in in, in, in No, in, in yeah. court terms. And then it ends with... Uh, subsection 3, according to evidence admitted at the Board of Rights hearing, quote, Snorlax is a Pokemon creature known as the Sleeping Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <sighs> I love that. Uh, Obviously, they should have been fired. This is justice happening, but wow. Speaking of LAPD, did you know that the operating budget of the LAPD was expanded for 2022? No, I did not. It went up over 2021 numbers. Anyway, if you there was there was pictures online this week of a certain police station. If you go to it, the doors are closed and locked. You can't get in. You can't go in there to report a crime. Um, there's a sign on the door explaining that uh, this place isn't open on account of defunding. You know, it's actually not open because all the officers are out with COVID. But <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Uh, LA, LAPD does not do that city proud, from what I've no, heard. No, they really don't. It's been a couple generations now. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really horrible things. A lot of big city police departments don't do their cities proud, but you know. Mm. You know. Yeah, let's not get into the whole thing, but I would love to see... How how emergency responders could be transformed into a much healthier ecosystem for the human animal? And I think, yeah, like I, you, I think you're talking it, about the system of like the uh, on call like therapists, um, where like they like diffuse situations instead I, of like. I think that's a huge. I think that's a huge notion. Um, I, I appreciate that. Um, Let's not get too deep into this. Yeah, no, this is this is these are deep waters for this but, little video game. Yeah, 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 like we're not... talking about when you call nine one one, getting someone who actually could help as opposed to someone with guns. Um, yes, I'm just thinking people who call nine one one shouldn't wind up dead. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, or I shot. Mm-hmm. I think it's real bad. I think it needs to stop. People, I don't really care how it happens. People, people should not be afraid to call nine one one, and way too many people are for good reason. Um, but again. We're really good at talking about video games. Yeah. I, 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 at least we got that going for us. So, uh, <laughs> we've been, I think, Alex, have you been playing Wordle? No. Okay. Is this like a word guess minesweeper thing? Not yes. Kind okay. Of, sort of. Uh, Chamberlain, you want to explain it? It's more like Password. Okay. Or, or Mastermind. Mastermind's the old game where you, you it's, it's a five letter word, you guess. And it'll tell you if you have the right letter in the right place or the right letter in the wrong place. And you or have no right up letters. to six guesses yes. or no letters there. And you have six guesses to get the word correct. Yes. It, it's it's an awesome way to spend like 10 minutes of your lunch just kind of screwing around. It's great. I, real, I learned yesterday, I was fucking floored. You can lose a Wordle. Yes, you can. I'd I never had two ex- days in a row where I didn't get it. I'd never experienced that, and it felt really shitty. <sighs> I still, <laughs> it does I still haven't bad. finished today. I'm like two in. I'm two guesses in. Today's is a rough one. I got it, but it's a rough one. I don't understand why clown hasn't been one yet. The word clown. Okay, well, so so I've, I've A is in here somewhere, and E is definitely in the second from last position. 
I'm going to say... <laughs> Hold on, i got to pull it up and see here. I'm going to say A... A-T... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already used L, so I can use able. Fuck this. It's, uh... Don't, I don't got it spoil in five. It. Don't spoil it. I won't spoil it. I got it in five, but it's... It's a doozy this week. It's today. It's it's a rough one. Uh, Wordle flexing on Twitter is is I enjoy it so much. It's spread a lot. It's mm-hmm. spread a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love seeing people do it. I love doing it myself. It's it what are all these bars? Yeah, no, that's that what I are all go- these little blocks? I was going through that for a while. I didn't understand it, and when I saw what it was, and I realized what Wordle was, I'm like, okay, I got to get this. So I went to the Google App Store. You know what I found? I did the same thing. Yeah. What I uh, found yeah, yeah. was some asshole, this is the next headline listener, some asshole made a Wordle app. Because Wordle is not an app, it's a website. I don't know that off the top of my head, it's a shitty name. Uh, but they put it in the app store, they just cloned the game, put it in the app store, filled it full of microtransactions, um, and the internet immediately realized what it was and started flaming the guy and went into his Twitter f- history and found that he'd complained in the past about people ripping off his game design. <laughs> <laughs> so, delightful yeah, I'm sure he's made way too much money off it already yeah it, it's just it's 100% web based runs in your browser looks great in the phone it does look perfect on a phone you don't need an app at all for it it just, it just works yeah. um, YouTuber Wolf Den left an OLED switch on with the screen active on a still image for 1800 hours straight to determine if it would suffer image burn in and the answer is no it's just a little wow. dimmer it's just a little dimmer on pure whites and blue white has a little bit of a green tint to it now but no, it still runs just fine. It looks great. That's great. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo has always done pretty well at making mach- electronics you can put in the hand of a child and it won't break. I'm sure they've run that exact test on it. Except for the, uh, what are they called? The Joy-Cons. The Joy-Con Drift, man. Oh, the Drift? Well, that, that, yeah. that's a business proposition there. No, they're just not good in analog sticks, which is weird because they were the first fucking console to have analog sticks. Huh. Weren't they? It was them, right? It was, yes. It was them, then Xbox. The, the N64 beat the uh, PlayStation 1 DualShock by a little bit. The PlayStation 1 yeah. had a DualShock? Yes, oh, it did. I thought the DualShock came along with the 2. One, no, PlayStation 1 had it around right around the time Grand Turismo 2 came out. Oh. Check out these analog controls, consumer. It allows you to do these gentle turns required for Grand Turismo. That's, that's exactly what it was for. <laughs> Uh, GameSpot reports this week that the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order will be announced this year with a release in 2023. Uh, an earlier rumor was the announcement will come prior to uh, June, which would be E3 hmm. time. I want a new Force Unleashed. Yeah, man. But when it comes to like bringing down a Star Destroyer with your Force, <laughs> I want the gameplay of it to not suck. I want it to be awesome and, and not that suck. That was just a, that wasn't gameplay, that was a quick time event. That was not a quick time event, that was oh, like mashing, so it was bad. like it, yeah, it was not. So bad, I just stopped playing the game at that point. But there's just, a, there was a viciousness to the way he played. He had a terrible name too, Star Killer. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was so bad. And he was he was visually modeled after like a guy from True Blood or something who was a model yeah. and became an actor. <laughs> one of the Stars Guards. Yeah. Yeah, but looking back on it, I'm still really angry that the guy from Jedi Fallen Order is a ginger. <laughs> 
It's like, okay, we're gonna make we're 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 gonna make oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna make a new Jedi game. Okay, who do we want to star in this? Okay, well here's a here's a bunch of options. Here's a ton of options of various shades of character we could use. What are we thinking? Thinking the whitest. I'm thinking the whitest guy we could possibly pick. (laughs) Not just white, but like ultra white, super white, pale, yeah, Yeah. like blinding. Um, did you guys see that uh, that James Bond pick a pick the next James Bond thing that's up on social media today? Yep. No. Okay. Now yeah. there's there's one correct answer. It's screaming at the world, and not one person across Twitter has said Daniel Kaluuya. I don't understand it. I don't understand how he's not just like the number one fucking front runner. He is the right age. He is actually fucking British. He is a handsome fellow, and if he were to put in the you know the the Daniel Craig work, the Christian Bale work, to get his body in sexy fighting shape. Oh my God, Daniel Kaluuya would be the best fucking bod. Yeah, he's pretty good. You know, he's a, isn't he Academy Award winner? Is he not? I'm sure he's, um, he's either won one or he's been nominated. I know David Oyelowo won for uh... hmm. Kaluuya Oscar uh, Selma. He wait. Born in 89, so 90. Oh, he's 30. He's 30. That's nice. No, he's uh, older than me. Best Supporting Actor 2021 and 2018. Was it for oh. Judas and the Black Messiah? Uh, uh, won an Oscar for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He was fucking amazing. I should probably see that. Kalui's great. The thing is, I've never seen Kalui be bad in anything. No. He always brings that level. Uh, I mean, it was kind of boring in uh, Black Panther, but that wasn't Okay, no, 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 no. That was a boring fucking character in Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. But he still brought the Kaluuya smolder. And, he sure did. And, yeah, and I, I don't think he's been given his due. I think he was at, he would be fucking perfect. I think he would be fucking perfect. No, the All the white guys were too old. You got Idris Elba on there. I agreed with that 10 years ago, but now everyone he's too says old he's, too old. He's, he's too old. He's too old. But he, yep. he should have fucking been. Like, I, I love Daniel Craig, but I would have loved to see Elba. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, 100%. Of, that, of those squares, like, maybe someone has a has a great notion to throw out there for Bond that I haven't thought of. But I can't think of an actor better than Kaluuya. I've been thinking about Kaluuya in this role for a while. I'm going to be disappointed with whoever gets it next. <laughs> yeah, you psyched him out. That's not going to happen now. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what, you're like, oh. So, somewhere, a British woman has leaned back, taken off her headphones, and said, well, I won't be choosing Kaluuya. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you're listening, shadowy producers of the James Bond series. Yeah, someone, yeah, I know you're hearing this. Come on. <laughs> Give him a screen test. It's going to be fine. That would be amazing. Uh, following community backlash, Sega announced it is reassessing its plans to have NFT content. Yeah, but, th- but this means they're not going to do it. They're just going to repackage well, it. They said reassessing, so it might just be like they're just going to table it and bring it in when it becomes mainstream. But as we mentioned earlier, this is a bubble that's going to break. Yeah, I... Yeah. This is not... It can't be sustainable. It's not. It's not. I just want it to go away. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. It's, it's just not even a thing. It's just it's, these ephemeral things. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's a receipt in, in the air. Yeah. It's a receipt that doesn't exist. <laughs> we already deal with enough, enough ephemera with the whole digital, 100%. like purchasing digital. Do you own this? Nah, maybe. Not really. 
If you look at the five it's, it's, it's already, you know, vaporous enough. We don't need more things that are, you know, tied to the blockchain. Yes. Just come on. And it's, it's, it's killing people's abilities to get PlayStation 5s and Xbox Series Xs. Stop it for that reason alone. Yep. Stop, that reason it. Alone. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Your monkeys are stupid. Yeah. The art is bad. Just because it's one of a kind doesn't mean it's not bad. Oh, so many, so many of the artists I follow on Twitter compare, complain about their work being stolen and point out it, their it's, work being stolen. By it makes me angry. Yeah, it's fucking insane. It's awful. It's just a bad thing in every direction. Anyway, Techland proudly announced this week that Dying Light 2 will take 500 hours to complete, which a lot of game writers said, ah, it's too long. That's too much. That is madness. Then, That's gibbering madness. Then, no one's going to do that. And then Techland said, okay, well, it's 500 if you like. You want to like do everything and see every permutation of every dialogue line and like get every weapon and do every skill tree, like everything, everything, everything in the game. And uh, it would well, be... That's something no human would conceivably do. No, a lot of humans would do that. A lot of people played mm-hmm. the fuck out of like Breath of the Wild, Dying Light. The first Dying Light. People, streamers are still playing Dying Light. Um, it's got a large community still. Hmm. Um... So then Techland came up with thing. okay, so just to clarify, some people are kind of upset. It would take 80 hours to finish the story and all the side quests in a single run of Dying Light 2. And the writers were like, oh my god. And they said, okay, just to clarify, <laughs> <laughs> if you just ran through the main story, it would take 20 hours. And game writers, people like Chamberlain, were probably like, man, that's too long. How am I supposed to review well, a game in 20 hours? I look at that and I'm like, so that means there's 320 hours of bullshit? No. There's extra shit. You got to 80 find. hours. It's an open 80 hours game. for all the. You got to put all kinds of shit out there that people might not even play, but someone might find and really enjoy. Like, yeah, you know what that's called? What? Far Cry. Uh-uh. That's called uh-uh. map vomit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I get what they're. I get what they're getting at. Like uh, Alex, how many hours did you put into The Witcher Three? At least, at least two fifty. See. Same thing. Like I, I could get, get I could get eighty hours out of Dying Light too. Like I'm sure. Think about I hope. Think about how many times. Like how many times did you ever replay like a Metal Gear Solid or a God of War back on the PS2 gen? Oh yeah. No, not Chamberlain. No. Oh wow. Yeah, you never really played fucking. My anything. gaming habits have not changed. <laughs> it's always been this way. There is totally space, and Alex can play and can enjoy a game the same way to play a game and then come back to it. Like look at what I've been doing lately. I'm, I've been replaying everything in my catalog lately. And I'm I'm flying through dying light and having a great time. There's and I'm not making any different choices because there's no choices to make, but I'm still having a great time yeah. with it. And and seeing shit I haven't I haven't done before just because I don't think I ever played it as fully as I have this run. So that I mean, when they say five hundred hours, I wonder if it'd have to be multiple playthroughs because I would imagine if you're choosing sides yes. in Dying Light Two, you're gonna lock yourself out from certain choices. That is the impression I get. They're talking about yeah. multiple playthroughs. That makes more sense. So if you were to multi multiple playthroughs, I guess six playthroughs while doing all the side quests, it's <laughs> it's five hundred hours. <laughs> Either way, I'm fucking hyped for it. Uh, that didn't get delayed, so you're still fine. Yeah, so far. Uh, what did any? What got delayed? Oh yeah, except for Chernobyl. S- yeah, yeah. People have Stop suggested me. that Ragnarok won't come out this year. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Well, what else does Sony have this year? I mean, they've got Horizon Forbidden West, which is coming out soon. Um, I they've got is, Ragnarok. Is Spider Man this year? No, no. Spider Man. The next Spider Man's not going to be this year. I, I I really doubt that's going to be this year. Well, some people are wondering if that and um, uh, and Wolverine are going to be cross gen. 
given that they're going to continue producing PlayStation 4s. <sighs> I really hope Wolverine isn't cross-gen. See, I want Sony to start doing, like, full-on new-gen shit. Yeah, I mean, Sony has come out and said that, that, that Forbidden West is the last one they're doing the free upgrade for. This is it. After this, it's going to cost you for cross-gen stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So maybe... Because even PlayStation, how many actual exclusive PlayStation 5 games are there? I, I can think of three. Uh, Returnal, Demon Souls, Ratchet. Returnal, hmm. Demon Souls, Ratchet. I mean, unless you're counting um, the PC version of Death Stranding. Um, uh, Kenna. Kena. Oh, yeah, Kenna is exclusive, Kena. isn't it? Yeah. Deathloop. Um, Deathloop wasn't PS4? No, Deathloop was uh, PS5 only. PS5 only? Yeah, PS5 only. Did it, it, it didn't look like it was PS5 only. No, it didn't. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> That's more than Microsoft has. Microsoft has one that is actually exclusive to Series X. Um, yeah, Microsoft but, Flight Sim. but everything else on Series X is not... Well, wait a minute. Halo. Halo's not on PlayStation. No. All kinds of shit that Xbox No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about exclusive to... The console. Series X versus oh, Xbox oh, One. Oh, 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 Only Microsoft Flight Slim only works on Series X. Everything else is cross-gen back to Xbox One. Miles Morales. Everything. Miles Morales is PS4. Mm-hmm. Ratchet & Clank was exclusive, right? Yes. Deathloop, yeah, no, Deathloop. <clears throat> um, well, the thing is, like, you're, you're laying out a ton of money for a relatively small market, right? To, to, to develop a game for a smaller market when you're making a new-gen game. Yeah. So it, it behooves them to... It just makes business sense to make something that... That massive, what, 112 million PlayStation 4 But you gotta, you gotta cut them off at some point. I mean, it's... You do. This is different. We're, we're a year in. It's never been this bad before. Well, apparently they've sold more than in any other generation, so I like to think that you know, the user base is growing, <laughs> at the very least. True. I wonder how many they've sold. How many PlayStation 5s have been sold so far? Shitload. You, can you can't find them. The question is how many of them are actually in people's hands and how many of them are sitting in warehouses? Uh, 13.4 million as of July to September 2021. 13.4. So that, that's not, but that's not even a full year. That's yeah. three quarters of the year, so then we can take 13.4 and 13.4 x 1.3, and we can imagine a little under 20 million. 17.42 million. If they didn't have a big bump over the holidays, who knows? I'm starting to see bundles show up at GameStop, not physically, but like on the website more often now. That and Series X's. Hmm. Maybe we're finally figuring this shit out. Maybe. Well, my, the way I answer this question is I just go to Amazon.ca. <laughs> Can you buy one right now? No? Yeah. It hasn't figured out yet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That is the only litmus test. Series and, X. Until I can walk into a Best Buy and see him sitting there. Currently unavailable. Weird. Yeah. But it's got 13,000 five-star ratings. <laughs> For those of you who have found one, it's a good time. Average customer <laughs> Yeah. I just maybe want, this time next year. I just want to play Sable on console. That's all I want. But I don't want to pay five hundred dollars for it. 
I can't think of many Microsoft exclusives that you would dig. I really can't. Um, yeah, the, the Microsoft exclusives that tend to move me all are always the indies that they pick up that I don't understand why PlayStation didn't just snap that shit up. Like, when Death's Door is not coming to PlayStation at launch, I'm going to be so angry. Not Death's Door, uh, Death Inc. What? What was it called? What are you talking about? That, Death's Door just no, no, came no, out not, not Death's Door, Death Inc. Like are you talking about the one where you're playing Death? Yeah, the, like two, little the, death the dude? 2D hand-drawn animation. Oh, ha- Have a Nice Death? Have a Nice I Death. I think it is. Let's look it up. Have a nice death. Yes. Good memory, Alex. It is have a nice yes. death. Wow. About All very right. selective, useless things. Hey, man, <laughs> it fucking works. Welcome to the club. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a value to me. What was that word again? That we couldn't remember? Gimmick. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> Can't believe I remembered that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's written on your hand. Yeah. Uh, this week... After a full year at the top of Steam's most wanted upcoming releases list, Dying Light 2 was usurped by Elden Ring. You know what this means, uh, Chamberlain? That everyone in the world's be playing this but me. Yes. That, that, that no, know, not th- just that, but that you're wrong. It's not going away. <laughs> See, while <laughs> you good. are rushing through Forbidden West, I will be thing. taking my sweet-ass time and playing it for more than a week. Because I will give that game the time it deserves. Hey, you don't need to sell me on Horizon, okay? It is it is fate's cruel trickery that these games are coming out so close. <laughs> um, why Elden Ring wouldn't just move politely away? I mean, I understand they're also releasing on Xbox. They're also releasing on PC. I get it. You don't care. It would have been nice if PlayStation had just fucking released Horizon January 1st. <sighs> it's got to be gold by now. It has to be. It was gold be. months ago, apparently. <sighs> It's working on the patch or some shit. And apparently, I didn't put it in rumor, but uh, apparently a a full build of it is now out in public domain somewhere on torrent sites. Hmm. Yeah. Watch your spoilers. Exactly. I'm so hyped for it, though. It's going to be so good out. looking. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll take Dark Souls 3 again. I don't give a shit. Um, okay. Have you watched much of the beta test? Or impressions no. of the beta test, Alex? Don't want to look at it. Do you want me to wet your whistle? Go for it. Okay, so there have been some complaints, I'm afraid. Some people are saying that, you know, what's disappointing about Elden Ring is you'll meet a dragon, and you'll notice that some of its animations are exactly the same as, like, this final boss dragon from Dark Souls 3. Oh, no. Or it'll have, like, you know, one attack with the exact same animation of this dragon from Dark Souls 2. Uh-oh. And some people have pointed out that what Elden Ring is, Alex, is a massive collection of all the things that From Software has learned over multiple console generations and iterations of its action mm. formula. <laughs> Refined. Refined. From. Alex. Oh, I want it. <laughs> oh, I, want I want it so bad. So bad. It's driving me mad. I might have to. Me. I might have to. I might want a Steam Deck. I think I might really want a Steam Deck. Oh. I gotta top myself You're out not going to want to play Elden Ring on your Steam Deck. No, no. but I want to play Borderlands 2 on my Steam Deck. You could no, like you could play Inscription on your Steam Deck. You could Dude, play Darkest Dungeon it has 2 a on your Steam Deck. You could play Civilization on your Steam Deck. You play Darkest Dungeon. Well, no, I couldn't play Darkest Dungeon 2 on the Steam Deck because it's exclusive. The fucking Epic Store. 
Wait, can I get? Yes, can I get? I'm gonna deal with that devil. Can I make? What can I get operating the Epic system is Steam? Yeah, because because you'd think I could get the Epic Store. Apparently, Steam Windows. Deck. So I could just really? install Epic on it. Yep, that's what they're saying. Windows. You. Really? Yeah. It can't be a full blown Windows. It's got to be some skill. Like, and the battery's got to be like four that. hours. But the thing is, I could plug it in in the car, and if I'm not driving on a, like a long long trip. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Yeah, but you could do that with a laptop though. <laughs> Yeah, but, but a laptop but this one has would be a bitch to have a laptop yeah. and a controller, wouldn't it? That's true. Exactly. That's true. You got that thing sitting hot on your lap. I don't like that. Hate it. Do modern? Mm. I imagine modern laptops still get hot. I haven't dealt with one. In a they while. yes, they do. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, they do. Uh, I told you before that I live in a diverse and colorful area of the city. Mm-hmm. I uh, I left the house today. You know, breaking COVID protocols. Put on my mask. Go out because I I you've had your shot. I've had all three. You know. My arm is yeah. my arm is still sore. Um, Got to go out there into the world, buy some cigarettes. And as I'm walking on my way to the corner store, I love the woman who works at the store. She's always so friendly. Um, two people pass me by, and one of them barks at me. Want to buy a laptop? And I, <laughs> I barely register it and take my next step, and they just walk right past me. And that was it. That was the entire interaction. Nope. No, I don't want your Not laptop. that laptop. I don't want your laptop, no. I've had people try to sell me frozen steaks on the street. Oh, God. <laughs> they just stole it from a grocery store. Yeah. Hey, man, I want to buy yeah. some steaks. I'm like, no. <laughs> I firmly believe people have forgotten how to be in public. Um. No, okay. I live, again, in a area of relative economic depression. Mm. So there are people going through hard times in my area. They're just hustling, then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just a hustle. But I think oh. I think Alex is correct. Like these are people that are uh, desperate for some sort of substance and have stolen in order to mm-hmm. feed it. obtain said substance. Mm-hmm. I got my substances are nice and legal. Woo-hoo. Cigarettes never hurt anyone. No, no, yeah, no, never. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on! I'm confused about this Canada thing here. You can get Mary Jane delivered to your house. That is true. But you cannot get cigarettes delivered to your house? You know, I've never tried. Well, hey, as soon as there's a recorded death from THC, we'll get right on it. I I, yeah, I, I guess right. the idea is people don't want, well. Can you get booze delivered to your house? Actually, yes. yes. Yeah. Actually, there's yes. wine deliveries. Yeah. I don't think in South Carolina or North Carolina, because, <laughs> but most of the country, yeah, you can. I never have, but through the DoorDash app, app um, they're they're like beer stores listed, and they just hmm. they just I've never ordered from them, but they just send cold beer to people. Apparently, well, that's terribly convenient. Yeah, I've never been much of a drinker though. So. That means you can finish a six pack and need some more, and not have to drive drunk to get some. That's right. <laughs> and what you get delivered could be really, really good, <sighs> or warm and nasty, but you know. At that point, who cares? <laughs> well, you just got you just get to know the restaurants in your area and which ones will deliver food that is delicious. Mm. Shout out to you, Johnny G's. Oh, so good. <laughs> you need to get yourself out to that mall and have one of those sandwiches fresh. Mm. Which is also a callback to something that isn't going to be on the episode. But yes, no, I, I kind of hate. I can kind of hate that mall. I got, well, you know what? I do need a wardrobe refresh. I will admit. Mm. I didn't expect COVID to go this long. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the thing is, I think I'm finally going to do the thing where I just look at the size of my shirts 
and then order those shirts again. I'll just do that. The same shirts? Well, different colors, but the same size, because this is the size I am. I mean, I've, well, I've lost yeah, a little bit of weight, sense. I suppose, but... I'm one to talk. I've been wearing the same t-shirts for years. Well, you boast that willowy frame. I haven't changed size in a long time. My hulking mass tears through uh, clothes. <laughs> Put a little more wear and tear on the fabric than I do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Although I wear through a pair of jeans a year. Good ones, too. I'll eat them up. How often do you wear these jeans? That's all I wear. Just one I pair? Mean, wear... You wear one pair of no, jeans no, for a year? No. Okay. No. Well, I, I, have, I have a number of pairs that rotate. But the average lifespan of a pair of jeans is 12 months. Oh, so you are wearing five pairs of jeans, let's say. Yes. Once a day. What, what are these cheap fucking jeans you're wearing? Uh, I wear Levi's. I've been the, the same kind for forever. Wow. So every year you're buying... I tear the knees out. Every year you're I buying five new pairs of jeans. Um, are you sliding no, around the not, grass on your knees? What it's are you not, doing? It's not every stuff? year. They. They're, it's kind of like it's a... It's staggered, thankfully. So as one uh, wears out, I've got a few, like two or three that are still in relatively mint shape. So so do you buy multiple pairs throughout the year or about one a year? No, I buy I buy one when I need one. Every, every, every you know, three to six months. Oh. Good Lord. These pants I yeah, get from Mark's Warehouse are very, very reliable then. Yeah, well, I don't know. It'll last a while. As they age, they get used for different things. There's work jeans, and there's lawn jeans, and then there's the worst jeans that don't leave the house because they have extra holes in them, but, you know. I uh, <laughs> I wear button-down shirts with collars and long sleeves. Always have. and um, and But as they age, they go through the same thing. And I have a... I, have a, I, w- I would call it salmon. It's like a plaid salmon shirt. That was quite <laughs> nice in its prime, but... Men took it yellow. No, I've I've had pants that Laura has demanded I burn because they're so faded and old, but they're so comfortable. It's well, it's not comfortable. What I've done with it is since COVID started, I have started having to leave the house to get shots. I took this once beautiful button-down shirt, cut off the sleeves, and then put slits up both shoulders. So someone Mm. says, "Okay, can you uh, can you roll up your sleeve?" I'm like, "No, just do it. Ready to go." Wait, you you modified a shirt modified instead of just taking it. off an outer shirt and leaving an inner shirt on? I, I wouldn't. I would never wear a shirt like a, on a long sleeve dress shirt to get it up to the upper, uh, the upper shoulder where they need it. Like you're gonna yeah. wreck the shirt. No, you just take the shirt off. I'm not taking my shirt you, off for all these. But people. But you're wearing a shirt underneath it. Wait, wait, you're, you're not wearing two shirts. No. What? No, I just need the one. I always wear a shirt underneath a dress shirt. Hundred percent, Alex. Hmm. Do you wear shirts underneath dress shirts? Yes, a white yeah. shirt, usually. Yes. You wear a white t-shirt under your dress shirt. I don't. Never have. It is There is you, there is this shirt, and there is me. It is all that separates us. Oh, see, I need layers, layers of protection. Well, I don't have that tr- much trouble staying warm, I'm afraid. Mm. That might be what it is. Either way, I've modified a shirt so that I don't come up <laughs> against this issue when I'm getting shots. Much like this one, is my immunization shirt. Much like, yeah, exactly. Much like you would modify a pair of jeans. I admit I'm an odd fellow. I have never worn cutoff jeans ever. I've never turned jeans into shorts. I don't wear shorts. Period. So that's kind of a. Why not? Why not? I just don't. I don't know why. I just, it's weird because my right leg has a great big tattoo on it that no one ever sees. No, I don't wear shorts. it's weird because you're a father. 
And dads what? wear embarrassing shorts. I, I, I do not. I wear shorts to the gym and, and people look at my legs and go, wow, that's, they don't see the sun. I'm like, no, they, they really don't. <laughs> Up north, it wasn't a problem. Down here, they're like, um, you all right there? You need some red meat or something? A little pale. <laughs> anyway. I don't see the sun either. I stay inside away from it. <laughs> I should probably get like, Back. I should probably get some vitamin D pills. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh, I think Alex is falling asleep. Which probably oh, well, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, what, what? What are you playing no, right well, now? You're playing something now. I can. I thought I'm playing, playing Scription. Shush. Oh, okay, okay. See. I didn't just make a burrowing or a burrows and break this fucking game in half. No. <laughs> <laughs> one one day I hope to really bump up against that game. I really love it. I really I'm, do. I'm hyped for it to come to console. I just refuse. It works just fine with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, yeah, I never... Oh, yeah, did oh, I... It works great with the mouse and keyboard. It works surprisingly well on controller. I didn't think that could happen. I need to give Darkest Dungeon 2 another run. I didn't give this new patch. Do you? They haven't added a damn thing to it. I it's, checked it. No, like, it's technically... there. No, there is a... You gotta... In order to face the mountain, you've gotta kill a boss and mount its head on your stagecoach. There is oh, yeah. there is a new uh, random area that you can find, which uh, you can spend relics to cure the stress of one of your heroes. Um, they've made all kinds of balance adjustments and, oh man, I never even brought this up. They released a roadmap. <gasps> oh, how long is this roadmap? Uh, how many it's, years? It's, it's one year. Oh, okay. Click. Darkest Dungeon 2 Community Roadmap. Here we go. Mid-February, a new creature den location, spiders, dogs, worms, and more, roguelike variation improvements, I don't know what that means, Backstory encounter tuning and trinket and quirk, quirk improvement. Then the next milestone will include a barnacle encrusted new region, a new enemy faction, a new new layer boss, Act Two final boss, story content, and permanent hero upgrades. Not sure what that means. Uh, milestone three is a new playable hero, Act Three final boss, story content, new cultist, val- uh, valley variation, relationship affinity 2.0. Then. There's three more milestones they're planning, um, ending with the 1.0 launch. How many of them contain uh, NFTs? None. Not, not a well, single one. There you go. They're just making a good game. Funny how that works. You know what? This roadmap hyped me and convinced me. I'm going to do a playthrough. I'm going to do a Darkest Dungeon run once we're done. There you go. Yeah. There are There's the rest of our night. New Saturday Night Live this weekend. Woo! Hey! Who's hosting? I never heard of this person. I'm so old. Hang on. Darkest Dungeon. SNL this week. Bleachers to replace Roddy Rich as SNL musical guest after COVID exposure. I don't know who that is. Either. Roddy Rich, who, yeah, I've never heard of, will won't be live from New York this Saturday night. The rapper was scheduled to perform. He's a rapper. Um, yeah. Bleachers, led by songwriter and producer Jack Anatoff, will perform. Who I've also never fucking heard of. Mm. Um, feeling old. The ho- feeling really old. The host is West Side Story star Ariana DeBose. DeBose. Mm. DeBose. Yep. Taste. No idea who that. Well, is. she was in a movie. Um, West Side Story, <laughs> which which yeah. did come out this year, and so she's you know 
She's off doing the promotion. She's thing. current. No, she, but, she's promoting yeah. it, and thus she's not certainly allowed to promote it. Hey, speaking of, of current things, Hot Ones, season 17. When's it coming, though? One week from today. Oh, really? Wow, it's been running 20 years? No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. But I'm hyped for it. They're starting again. Yeah, they've honestly, they're just getting better. They get, they're getting higher profile stars, getting better questions, just getting more interesting. Did Did I tell it's you still... I watched, watched the season of Survivor? Oh, shit. Adrian DeBose is from Raleigh. Nice. Oh, wow. oh, there you go. Wait, which season of Survivor? The most recent one. Really? Yes, the entire one. I watched it. I didn't know it was still on. <laughs> I well, I kind of knew it was still on, but I watched that religiously when I was like 20. And I watched it with my family before I moved out. And for the next couple of years, uh, I just kind of kept up with it and kept a weekly tradition of getting pizza and watching Survivor for some reason. And hmm. maintained the tradition through multiple girlfriends. And then just stopped watching Survivor for like 20 years. But my older brother never stopped. He's maintained the tradition with his with his wife. And so I'm like, I need to start watching Survivor just so I can discuss it with my brother. It did not work out. Hmm. Well. He only ever watched the new episode after the next episode had come out. So I was always a week ahead of him. Drove me crazy. Mm. We can never talk about it. I think I watched the first season. Like what it was. Yeah. I, I, st- I still remember the naked guy. Richard Hatch. Yeah. And he won. He did. Why do I remember that name? I my God. I didn't remember his name. Yeah. Richard Hatch. I remember it. Xander was robbed. <laughs> All right, we're, we're not devolving into Survivor talk. We're cutting this off right here. Right. Okay, we're Right done. now. Right. <laughs> All right, Alex, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Pump. <laughs>